When you're finding your voice, nothing else matters. No doubts, no insecurities, and no fears will interfere with that voice. There's no waiting for the perfect moment, and you certainly don't need anyone's permission. You are the voice. This podcast is a safe space for creatives and entrepreneurs to be themselves. I will help you get out of your head so that you can break up with your fears and get into your passion. With that being said, I am your host, Michelle Unveiled, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to find your voice. Hashtag be the voice. Today, we have an upcoming hip hop artist from Columbus, Ohio, bringing it all the way to Texas. Without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce Trendsetter, episode 16, Being Vulnerable in Hip Hop. Hello, hello, Trend. How you doing? All is well, beloved. How are you? Good, good. Well, I am just super excited to chat with you today. Been looking forward to the interview all week. So I want to just jump right in. Yes, ma'am. Likewise. (laughs) I really want to just start out by having you share with the listeners how you started your creative journey as a hip hop artist. I mean, you have such a story to tell and... I love the transparency in your in your music. So just let's just start there, and then we can get into some of the other topics. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, well, I started being around. I grew up around music. Let's just say that I grew up around music. Um, it's always been in me. My mom's a singer. I grew up in a church, and you know uh, she would often take me to uh, choir rehearsals with her. And uh, I, I'm self-taught on piano and drums and um like it was just a thing to where I would just lose myself uh just you know in the music and the melodies and the rhythms and it intrigued me and, and it was a thing to where I wanted to learn more I wanted to you know figure some more out about what what is music you know um but as I grew older I fell in love with hip-hop and that was my lane um and it was a thing to where I felt I felt as if it was more therapeutic than anything. I've been through a lot of stuff. So when I got in the studio, the studio time was more so for me. And the and making music for me is not for the fans. It's not for, you know, anyone else. It's for me. It's, it's very personal. So if you listen to, you know, the music that I make, um, you, you know, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. But it's, it's more of a therapy books at school when I was in high school as a kid and always get in trouble uh, calling my dad hey is you paying attention in class and I'm just no nah, I'm really not I'm, I'm writing right. <laughs> so you know it's more of a thing to me to where it's like you know it's just it's an escape it's somewhere where I know that I'm, it's a safe place for me you know so that's that's me that's that's how I fell in love with hip-hop oh wow I love it it's like to me it's like uh seeing a therapist you know that's 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 my therapist you know so i know when i get behind the mic that i'm not gonna be judged i'm not gonna be talked about i'm not gonna be down you feel me it's more of a thing mm-hmm. where I, I know i can just leave it all there you know and, and that be that so i love it yes, i mean ma'am. that's actually um i wanted you to elaborate on that because just that's actually one of the things that i wanted to talk about today um okay. vulnerability you know in hip-hop and even yes, just ma'am. as an as an artist right Right. Uh, because I almost want to like go out on a limb and say 
Like, are you really an artist if you can't be vulnerable? You have to leave room for vulnerability to me. That's you have to. That's my opinion. That's I mean, because opinion. you're right. You do, because like we, I know as an artist, as a creative, we're all sensitive about our craft, about our work, right. you know? But there has to be still that room to be sensitive, to to share, you know, your story or even someone else's story. There has to be room to, you know, receive feedback. There has to be room to be able to to grow. I mean, there has to be, you know, there's going to be criticism. Everybody's not going to like what you put out there. Right. Anything not growing is dead. And if you can't receive criticism, then what are you doing in this game? Go choose another another path because ultimately, you know, I, I'm the type of person to where the people around me, I expect them to be able to be like, hey, train you slippers, you know, because if if not, then why are you around me for it? You feel me? And so it's like it's a thing to where it's like with me vulnerability I'm a, I'm a very vulnerable person and i didn't learn that until i got a little older that it's okay to be vulnerable you know what i mean it's okay to to really express your feelings you know like you don't have to be this tough cookie all the time you know what i mean like it's okay to talk about how you feel and with me like that's that's what majority of what you're gonna hear in my music you know and um my 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 music speaks for itself because it's like at the end of the day we all go through things you know everybody yeah. sounds the same that's a whole nother subject but and to me nowadays everybody sounds the same so why not try to be different you know what i mean why not try to talk about something different that somebody can relate to you know what i mean like my story may not be your story but i know that i'm not the only one in the world who's experienced this you know what i mean exactly. so it's a thing to where it's like if you don't allow yourself to be open then you can't heal you feel me so it's like at the end of the day i had to open myself up so that i could heal you know sometimes you got to expose yourself and and that's just how it goes but it's like in in the hip-hop a lot of these dudes put on a facade like they hard and they tough and guarantee they not living that life you know what i mean like right, i done right. seen it with my own eyes and and that's just a clown <laughs> you know and I'm, I'm not gonna be a part of the circus so i'd rather stay in my lane and do my own thing and and be talked about for being vulnerable by all means but you know you a clown but we're not gonna mention that so <laughs> that's what i look at that as yeah you know i think it's just often been interpreted as um as a sign of emotional weakness to be vulnerable yeah and you know a lot of the um hip hop greats <laughs> there there's several I can name but you know mm-hmm. let's just not go there right now <laughs> they you know more and more you're starting to see more vulnerability where people are being uh free to express themselves and I I think that because we're in this you know age of social media and when you do share your feelings it's like whoa now you're just laid out on the dissecting table right mm-hmm. and now we have this whole cancel culture where it's almost like you don't want to even express you don't even want to share your story because you're you know fearful of being judged mm-hmm. so there's that you know there's that gray area do you you know do you compromise your your brand your image and and try to 
you know, put out there only so much, like what you want people to, you know, see, or do you want to just put it all out there? Like, do you think that that can really make the difference in your music as an artist? If you just no, <laughs> no, okay. no, ma'am. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but that my thing is this: at the end of the day, you're gonna, you're either gonna love me or you're gonna hate me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a thing to where it's like, either you're going to rock with me and you're going to accept me being an open book because I'm very open. You can ask me whatever you want to know. And I'm going to keep it raw and keep it real because it's a lot of things that I have been through in my life. So it's a thing to where it's like, why hide it? You feel me? Right, why do I right. gotta hide what I've been through? Why? Because I don't want to be judged by you. Forget you. Because it's like, at the end of the day, you're not God. So you can't mm-hmm. judge me. You know what I mean? Right. You have no heaven or hell to put me in. So at the end of the day, I could care less about what people people say about me. You feel me? My gift is going to make, make room for me regardless. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's the thing to where it's like, you know, whether you support me or not, I'm going to still make it. You feel me? That's like, right. You know, so I'm not relying on you to make it. I'm not relying on you to, you know, if I'm open and I'm vulnerable and I'm this and I'm that, then I'm going to lose fans. Well, by all means, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, I don't want nobody half-stepping with me anyways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, fans or not, you know? Yeah. So it's like, at the end of the day, it's just like, you going to love me or you like, are you going to hate me? Like my little brother used to say, say LLBG, that means long live, big greasy. He used to say, either way, you going to hate me or you going to love me. You feel me? So yeah. it's like I, I could care less who don't like me or, you know, don't like that I'm so open or, you know, like, oh, she putting everything out there for him to see. Well, shoot, y'all going to see it regardless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I yeah, exactly. it, but, you know, the, the media, when when you get to a certain level, you know, in your artistry, then then it's going to be exposed. You feel me? The media going to try to expose you regardless. So why I got to have it for? I'd rather tell you exactly. than have somebody else tell you. And I'd rather tell you my truth. You feel me? They have the media twisted up. So that's why I feel as if, excuse me, I'm going to always remain an open book. I'm going to always remain, whatever you want to know, you come and ask me before you go ask somebody else because I could tell you the truth. You feel me? So mm-hmm. that's what I always tell people. If you want to know something about me, come to me. Don't go ask nobody else. You know what I mean? Because they can't. They can only tell you what I allowed them to see. You feel me? Why not just come straight to the source and, you know, get your resources <laughs> you know what exactly. i mean so yeah so i feel as if i respect those artists that are open and vulnerable i respect it because it takes a lot to be that way you know yeah and, and everybody doesn't have that idgaf mindset like you know what i mean because that's just me i did that's just how i am because of things that i've been through in my life but everybody doesn't have that mindset to where they don't care what people think about them so to those who are, you know, asking themselves, well, should I open up a little bit? Yes, of course. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's okay to be vulnerable. You feel me? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be making music for anybody anyway. If that's if that's what's working for you, then, you know, but at the end of the day, like I said, for me, my music is therapeutic. So I'm making this for myself. And if you listen, then I appreciate you and I love you. Peace be upon you. If you don't, peace be upon you. You know what right. I mean? So, yes, ma'am. That's just how I look at that. Yeah. Well, that's good. I love I love that you said that. Um, one of the things that you said that really stood out was the healing. Mm-hmm. Um, how being an open book and being, you know, so open about your experiences, about, you know, trauma, about the things that, you know, you've went through, um, it, it can help you heal. And so mm-hmm. that's the part that is for others, too. 
because everyone is not, you know, is brave enough to, you know, speak out and, you know, speak right. their truth. But that's right. where, you know, as an artist, you know, you having that ability, you having that platform, you having the voice, you know, you, you're here, you know? So there is somebody that can reach out and tap into your strength. They can yep. reach out and tap into your testimony and go through healing right along with you. So yes, when you say it's for you, it's for you, but it, it still really is for other people. Yes, because it's for, those, it's for those who are listening, those who yes. are willing to listen, those who are willing to hear the truth, because like my tr truth may not be your truth. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's how I look at it as I can't. My mama used to say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You feel me? So yeah. it's a thing to where it's like when you've been through certain things. Yeah, you can help those who want to be helped. You feel me? And that's my mission. If you listen and you blessed by me, then then all praise be to the most high. Because at the end of the day, this is not for me. You feel me? I don't do anything to get no no recommendation or, you know what I mean? Uh, no praise or anything like that. No recognition, excuse me, <laughs> or praise mm -hmm. or anything like that. But mm -hmm. it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I just, I do it because yes, ultimately I want somebody to hear like, hey, you ain't been through this. You know what I mean? I don't have to stay like that. You feel me? I don't have to be this way. I don't have to stay depressed. I don't have to live that way because Trent got out. And I'm telling you, I've had some dark days. I've had some dark yeah. days, days to where I've almost taken my, I have tried to take my life and and I'm still here by the, by the grace of the most high God. You feel me? And so it's the thing to where it's like, I just, the reason that I do what I do for those who are willing to listen. You feel me for those who are who are looking for somebody that don't have nobody because we you know oftentimes people of color i would just say it like that are our people let me say it like that we don't have people to look up to you feel me and a lot of us are just out here living just trying to find our way you feel me and i, I want to show the young ones like hey you can find your way if i found my way through all the hell that i done been through you can find your way you feel me but like i said and you have to be willing to to listen and that's the thing with a lot of people nowadays they just i know this and i, I no man just sit down and be quiet and listen you can't grow if you don't listen so right. you can't heal if you don't if you don't listen you can't uh move forward if you don't listen you feel me it takes you to sit down and listen to to be able to go through something or to to heal through some things you know what i mean so that's how i look at that as so it's like you know at the end of the day if if you're willing to listen you can learn from me <laughs> you can learn from me exactly. and that's not me saying anything out of arrogance i mean that from the bottom of my heart yeah yeah you know people it takes time you know one of the greats i, I will mention one dmx rest in heaven <laughs> he was a, i mean really a great example of i mean an excellent example of a hip-hop artist who just was vulnerable and was just okay with it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. we, we've seen him, you know, high, low at, you know, when he's down when he's, I mean, and he, and he is just okay to share, you know, what it is, you know? And I think that that, I think that, you know, when you get to that place is when you truly can, you can accept you. Yeah. Oh, you yes. know, you can oh, yes. you can accept you, oh, like yes. all of you. When you accept yourself, it's a whole different, like just 
thing because it was I used to deal with you know identity issues you feel me and, and not accepting myself in fear of what everybody else was gonna think and oh I'm gonna get judged and I ain't gonna have nobody you know what I'm saying everybody goes through that you feel me so it's a thing to where it's like when you accept yourself that's a whole different level of self-love man that's a whole different yeah. level of self-love and that's like then you really could begin to live you know what I mean because it's like you're living in a whole different aspect at that point and DMX was a very good example of, of, of open and being vulnerable. Rest in heaven to, to, to him as well. Wow. So, so what about, okay. I know there are times, I mean, we're in this time now. I, I, I know that mental health is just been a topic for years and years and years oh, and yeah. years. And I know that, it, but still not talked about enough. Yes, <laughs> right. I agree. I could definitely agree. You know, what do you what do you do when you just need that time to you know, because you said, you know, music is a way that you use um, you know, that's your therapy or your therapy. That's how you kind of heal and process mm-hmm. things and, you know, but when do you step away from music? When do you step Often, away? Sometimes I sometimes honestly Sometimes I'll just get in my car and I, I me I I'm very 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 spiritual. So I stay close to God. I got to stay prayed up, you feel me? And, mm-hmm. and it's the thing for me is I have to just get in my car sometimes, cut everything off and just let it out because I don't like yeah. to vent to, to people. I'm an introvert. Remember that. So, <laughs> you know, and I I dealt with a lot of things and I dealt with depression and I dealt with suicide and I dealt with, you know, all kind of things to where it's like sometimes you just need that alone time and some people don't understand that. You need a you need that alone time with just you and God and he real and he really listens to you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, for me, that's what works for me. I just get in my car, I'll go on a ride. And, or sometimes I'll just go in the bathroom at the crib if I can't even got the strength to get in the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and just, you know, pray. You feel me? Talk to God. He listens to you. He hears you. You feel me? Even when we feel as if he don't. And and he's really there. So for me, that's what works for me. When I, when I feel like, okay, this just ain't my day and I can't even get in the studio and do anything because I'm just that mentally done. You feel mm-hmm. me? Because depression is real. Like That's you said, right. we don't talk about it enough. You feel me? And I was when I started trying to kill myself when I was like 16, 17 years old. You feel me? And so it's a thing to where it's like if I just would have had somebody to talk to, you feel me? And I'll try to talk to therapists. I'll try to talk to to everybody. You feel me? Like friends. And sometimes that just don't work. Sometimes you just got to go and talk to God. You feel me? And so that's what I found out in in an older age, of course, because when I was younger, I was just wild and wild and wild and I, you know, was just running from God. So when I stopped and I sat down and I was like, okay, he's the only one who can truly help me through these things that I'm dealing with. You feel me? I began to to experience a peace that surpasses all understanding. You feel me? And until you've really felt that kind of peace, then you know you don't know what I'm talking about, but I wish it on everybody. I want everybody to find that peace because I know what it is to to have chaos in, in your in your brain. You feel me? Chaos in your mind, chaos in your living room. That's what I call it. You know, so it's the thing to where it's like you know when I feel like I'm having those moments to where nothing, literally nothing is working. Not the weed. <laughs> you feel me? I'm just keep it real. Not the mm-hmm. sage. Not the you know not the nothing. I gotta Come get on, on my knees and I pray. 
feel me? I got to get on my knees and I got to speak to the most high God because that's how I get refreshed. And so that's that's the only way I can answer that. Now, it's, it's going to be a lot of people that disagree, but, you know, that, that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. So, yes, ma'am. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I couldn't help but notice um, in several of the songs that um, I heard today, you um, you brought up your brother. I know that that must have been a difficult time. Um, One of the toughest times of my life. <laughs> so I, I definitely, if you if you're open to talking about it, I just want to means. know. Okay, yeah. I mean, I could actually almost see from from moving from one song to the next like i can even hear like it was like so heavy and i just wanted to know where you were at like was that your escape when when that happened with your with your brother like tell most me how definitely okay most definitely. most definitely um he he did music himself too so like that was this is all our escape music is all our escape you know so it's a thing to where when he passed away when I, I'm gonna say something that I never said to nobody, but when he passed away and I seen my little brother in that casket, all I seen was my face on his body, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. all I think is, all I was thinking is that should have been me. You feel me? Because again, like I, so many different times that I tried to commit suicide and I'm thinking to myself like, God, why my youngest brother? This is my baby brother. You feel me? This is, he a baby. Like he only 20, he was 22. And so it was a thing to where, I, I just sat and I wrestled with my thoughts. I wrestled with God. You feel me? And I, I just, I couldn't comprehend why. And um, finally, one day it dawned on me. And uh, I think I was sitting at the gravesite. It was his mother. And I think I was there with my little brother as well. Um, and we were talking and it kind of dawned on me. And it was like, I was living fast. We were all living fast. You feel me? And like I said, I'm an open book. So I was messing with pills at the time. And so, um, it was a thing to where it kind of dawned on me like it happened the way that it happened because of what you was doing you feel me and it was a wake up call so like hey if you don't slow down then yeah your grace is not it's gonna run out i'm gonna stop giving you grace it's gonna run out (laughs) you feel me like they always say that grace is sufficient but god is only gonna let you make it (laughs) you feel me so much until he just let you be you feel me and if you get it you get it and and so it was a thing to where it was like, I felt like that was God's way of telling me like, hey, you need to pump your brakes. You need to mm-hmm. get your life together. You feel me? Like you need to get your your stuff together and a light bulb screwed on. And um, it was it was a hard experience. It was a it was a very hard experience. Like I said, it was one of the hardest things that I've had to ever do in my life. Like bury my baby brother. I never ever thought I was gonna have to do that. I never thought I, mm-hmm. I nobody, it was so unexpected. Nobody seen it coming. And so it was just like, how do I carry on now? You feel me? Like, and, and I think I sent you one. I did send you the song uh, called Carry On. And I said yeah, that in the song, yeah. how I'm supposed to carry on without you. Because yeah, it's just yeah. like, I'm I'm not, I'm still kind of in shock some days. You feel me? It still feels surreal. And so music did definitely help me. You feel me? And definitely was an outlet those days when I felt like I couldn't even put anything into words. You feel me? I would just write. And right, I, right. I often find myself writing about him. You know what I mean? So that's 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 how I got through the the first like six months is just being in a studio and you feel me like just 
just letting it all out in the studio <laughs> that's really all i can say it's just being in the studio in prayer you feel me like and mm-hmm. the love of the family you feel me like we had to hold each other up you know so it was a thing to where you know it brought us closer it it, it destroyed us but it brought us closer in a sense too you feel me because it's like a piece of us is always going to be missing but you know at the end of the day we know that he's always here and he's walking with us daily so I made a commitment personally when he passed away that you know I would con- I would I would take my music serious. You feel me? And I everything that I'm doing with my music now, you feel me, is for my baby brother. You know, so it's like I gotta I gotta make it for him. You feel me? Wow. I was gonna ask you that. Like, did you feel that that was maybe like a turning point in your career? Yes, ma'am. I definitely do. I definitely do because it was it was like he died with his talent. You feel me? Like he he died with, you know, not being able to hit, show his talent to the world like we had said we was, you know. So it was a thing to where he died before we got to a, a certain point that we said that we was gonna get to. And so it's a thing to where it's like now I feel obligated to do it for him, even on the days where I don't want to do it. You feel me? I feel obligated. Like it's an obligation. Like I, I told you when you passed that I'm I got you. You feel me? And I'm gonna do this for us. And so that's what it is and I'm gonna I'm keep my word so you know I feel kind of obligated like you know and I feel like he would have done the same if it was vice versa you know like if if it would have been him putting me you know in the in the grave in the casket you know in the dirt he would have been like all right I gotta do this for my big sister you feel me I, I gotta I gotta take it serious for her you feel me like is this for you or train this for you you feel me so that's just how I look at it as and that's how that's how tight we were though like you know we always talked about that like hey man if one of us go before the other then bro you make sure you keep doing your thing you feel me like don't stop because you upset you sad you depressed let that you know let it be your thing to where like I gotta do it for my baby you feel me so everything you hear like everything you hear I'm LLBG you know and it's it's because you know I miss my brother and at the end of the day, everything that I'm doing in this music is for him. So I love that. I, you know, there's still, even though vulnerability is so much more accepted in hip hop culture now, there are still so many artists that are just afraid to just go there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I mean, so the realness and the authenticity is just amazing. And I really feel like it's a way to really stretch yourself because mm-hmm. every day you're learning more new things about yourself. You should be right. if you're growing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I got that tatted on me. Anything not growing is dead. I have it tatted on me. Like yes. I walk by that. If you're not growing and if you're not trying to mature and daily, you know, like then that's an issue. You feel me? What are you here for? And what are you doing with yourself? You need to reevaluate some things. You feel me? So it's like I'm all about growth. I feel like, you know, I'm a, I could be a hundred years old and I still don't know everything, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just how I look at that as like, it's like, you know, anything not growing is dead. If you're not trying to water yourself and, you know, constantly learn and gain knowledge, then what are you doing? Like, you know, you shouldn't be comfortable once you get to a certain place. You should always want more. Exactly. So I want to read this quote by Gandhi. It says, speak only if it improves upon the silence. If you're not adding your voice and experiences to your music, reflecting and presenting your take on various themes and topics, then nothing you say matters in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Do you agree with that? Definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) 
I like that. Yes. I read that. I was like, mm, that's, that's a mouthful. That's like, deep. it is. You know, I because, <laughs> I mean, gosh, you know, this whole show, Find Your Voice. Mm-hmm. This is not an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and and when you and when you do find your voice, that don't mean you just. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean you just talk 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 and you just say you know. Talk <laughs> ignorant crap, yeah. Yeah, no, it's you're on a path of self discovery. Right. So, and you always have to remember remember as well, like when you're in the entertainment industry, there's always somebody looking at you. You feel me? There's always somebody looking up to you. You feel me? You're always influencing someone. So you got to ask yourself, what type of influence am I being on these young ones? You know, because these are the next ones. These are the next ones up. What type of influence are we being on them? Are we influencing them to, to do the nonsense that we did? You feel me? Are we influencing them to do better than what we did? You feel me? That's why, like, even my daughters, I tell them, like, when they be like, Aisha, I want to be like you. Or, Mama, I want to be like you. You feel me? Like, no no way you want to be better than me you feel me like you don't want to be like me you want to be way better than me because there's some stuff that i've done in this life that i would never want y'all to do you know what i mean and there's some things that i've been through in this life that i never want y'all to go through so ultimately the goal is to be better than me you feel me and so and most times it's it's like the crabs in the barrel thing people is always you know trying to climb to the top first and say i did it first and no it's not even about that it's about you know doing it the righteous way you know what i mean like it's it's not about a competition or anything it's it's you know ultimately ultimately i don't want you to have to go through what i went through you know what i mean and so that's what i stand on and i tell my kids that all the time what do they even do they like what do they think about your career what do they see you as <laughs> <laughs> my my middle daughter that's my cheerleader that's, <laughs> that's my cheerleader i have a 13 year old i have a nine year old and i have an 11 month old my my nine year old that's that's my mini me and that's my cheerleader right there she tell everybody at her school that i'm famous <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's cute to me because it's like I'm like baby I'm not famous and that's fame is not our goal you know what I mean so that's not what it is but I have to understand that she's still a kid so she just think like you know I'm just the, the coolest person in the world she think I'm just the coolest person in the world and I love it I think it's so adorable and she 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 wants to be a, a dancer she wants to get into music and stuff as well and she knows all my songs literally all my songs from from beginning to end so that's why i'm saying like at the end of the day you have to be careful you know on on what you're saying in your music because you don't know who watching you and ultimately you know you're influencing someone in the end you know what i mean so people watching so i'm 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 very careful on you know how i maneuver i'm very open don't get it twisted very very open with my children very open but ultimately you know try to you know tell them and, and and teach them you know this is what this is what you not do this is what you should not do this is what you should do you feel me this is okay this is not okay and i'm i'm at the end of the day an influencer so i have to make right. sure that i'm a positive influence at all times right and that that definitely starts at home so that's that's awesome i think that's adorable though i think most girls are, are like that <laughs> they just <laughs> mom can do no wrong they look up yeah. to mom it's just, <laughs> you are their celebrity crush yeah. okay so yeah definitely that's so awesome definitely wow 
So you've got some stuff going on. So I definitely want you to just share. So you tell me about the talent show. I hate I missed it. Shout out Archie J Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh I heard you just you put it down. I heard you. It was the whole show I just heard was um, a huge success and y'all are just doing big things. So and yes, you ma'am. you won the, the uh, show, right? Gratitude to the judges. Gratitude <laughs> to Archie J. Jenkins. Okay. <laughs> gratitude, gratitude to the crowd. Yes, ma'am, I did win. Um, nice. We don't take no losses around here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But it was, it was, it was, it was live. It was fun. Um, shout out to all the artists, man. I'm telling you, man, it was some competition up in the building, and it, it was kind of fun too because I went up against my little brother, and I'm sitting here in my head thinking like, oh wait, I'm finna, I'm finna. I'm finna show you who the real OG is, little brother. <laughs> it was, you know, it was very, very fun. And I'm the type of person, like, anybody that knows me knows I don't freestyle. That is not my lane. Uh, and that was a part of the competition. And so um, when Archie was like, hey, we finna have to do a freestyle battle, I said, yeah, man, this is, I ain't come to freestyle, but, you know, <laughs> stay ready so we ain't got to get ready. Hey, hey. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I did my thing and I just had fun with it. And I, I stayed true to myself, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, like, I just, I just did me. And I guess, you know, that's, that's what the crowd was, was buzzing with. So that's what they went with. So ultimately they left it up to the crowd and it was the crowd's decision. So they came to a unanimous decision that I was the, the winner. <laughs> so, wow. It was fun. Awesome. It was very fun. It took me out of my element. You know, it took me out of my lane and it, it brought a lot of new opportunities. And like I said, again, shout out to all the artists. Shout out to my little brother, Rocco. Um, shout out to everybody, you know, that was on stage. I think uh, it was me and the strange one left. I think that was the brother's name. Shout out to the strange one because that brother was strange as hell. And I wasn't expecting him to come <laughs> like he did. You feel me? Like, but he came with some heat and I respect it. I respect his craft. You feel me? And when you talking about being open, that man is an open man. He open because at the end of the day, he vulnerable. The way he dressed, the way his appearance is, is different. You feel me? So you taking a big old huge risk when you come in a room full of black people because you know we're going to clown. <laughs> just be real. I'm going to just That's be real. You feel me? And I respect him for that, though. I respect him for that. And we linked and we talked afterwards. And, you know, I look forward to working with bro in the future and stuff like that. So, but at the end of the day, like I said, it was it was fun. It was nice, clean fun. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that our people could get together and, you know, have some fun like that. So, like I said, once again, shout out Archie J. Jenkins. Mad love, big brother, mad respect to you. And um, shout out to all the artists and all the judges. Uh, Tanji, shout out to you, baby girl. Shout out to uh, Plain Jane, and shout out to my boy Jump Wells, man. Oh man, that's the yeah. I know there's gonna be more to come, so I am October thirtieth. He is putting on another one. So are you gonna be in it? I'm not gonna be in it, but I am oh, okay. performing. <laughs> okay. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to be performing. I'm going to be performing. So we're looking for some fresh new talent. So yeah, yes. yeah, I get with Archie J. Jenkins and, you know, let's let's submit your stuff so we can get it going, man. It's going to be lit. It's the day before Halloween. So, you know, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun for sure. Oh, wow. And so uh, for those that are listening, this uh, talent show is in Austin, Texas. And so yes, 
I will add the details to the show notes so that if anyone wants to attend and join the fun, you can do so. This yeah, is- with Archie J. Jenkins, 180 Life Team, man. They're going to get you right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Wow. One of the things, so the artist that you were talking about, The Strange, what's his name? Um, the Strange One. The Strange One. You <laughs> yes, made me man. think of something. So, because we've been talking about vulnerability in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yes, now, man. do you think it's a fine line from being like just vulnerable and then someone who is just hypersensitive like there, there's a, it's, a, it's two totally different it's things two different right things. Yeah, do, do you feel things. like lately it's been a lot of sensitivity in hip-hop do you feel like and i don't know if social media is responsible for this because everybody is looking at the comments and looking at feedback and you know people's opinions are just more on the forefront you know but, but do my you feel, question is my question is, why do you care what people think about you? Exactly. That's my exactly. that's my biggest question. So it's like at the end of the day, I try not to be sensitive to people, but at the end of the day, I'm not no no soft individual, you know. So life has you know made me tough. So it's like at the end of the day, I had to I had to tell myself this. I had to literally look myself in the mirror, with tears running down my face, and tell myself I could care less what a mother think about me. You feel me, like? Right. They, they not they their opinions is not doing nothing for me but making exactly. me look down on myself you feel me and yeah. why should i look down on a creation that that comes from god you feel me he makes no mistakes and he made mm-hmm. no mistake when he made me you feel me and so i had to look myself in the mirror and tell myself god makes no mistakes you are a beautiful you are beautifully and wonderfully made you feel me you are made in the image of the most high god so why are you talking down on yourself and why are you letting op- the opinions of others that's right you know the opinion that you have on yourself when they ain't doing nothing for you you feel me so it's like at the Mm -hmm. end of the day that's just how i look at that kind of thing like it's like you know you can either allow those people's opinions to make you or break you you Mm -hmm. exactly exactly i remember like in high school bullying we didn't get in trouble for that like everybody got roasted <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't like a thing where it's like you gonna go to the principal office or be suspended because you you know somebody was saying something about you but now the kids that's all they're talking about is this person bullied me and this person said this you know yes. it's just it's crazy how the times have changed yeah it definitely has it definitely has changed i could definitely do that because um when we was kids man (laughs) we were ruthless but granted i did i did go to school with a lot of my cousins as well though but we were ruthless and like it's a different era now (laughs) it's just a different (laughs) era and these kids not they not they not tough like like we were back in the gap. <laughs> oh me? no! As my daughter tried to say, the dinosaur ages, and I was born in '93. <laughs> oh lord! Well, then. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm feeling like, real anxious right now, then. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I don't know. It's back in my day, we could go to school and just you know have fun and clown and and I tell my kids, you know, you have fun, but you you watch what you say you feel me because not everybody is raised like you not everybody is built like you you feel me not everybody has you know the kind of parents that you have so you know you have fun but but by all means always 
watch what you say because you know people take things personally like you said everybody ain't you know cut like we was cut like we cut from a different type club that's what i, like I mean say. different <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well I have had a ball just laughing with you, but I definitely want you to share with the listeners how they can like get your music and follow you on social media, all of that. Oh yeah, most definitely. Y'all stay tuned. Um, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. That's all I can say right now, but um, stay tuned. And if you want to, you know, follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, trend underscore 1993. Also follow me on Facebook, trend setter that's t-r-e-n-d capital s-e-t-t-a set trends don't blend <laughs> um and you know just just stay tuned you know like i said i got a lot of stuff coming a lot of stuff on the way um and meanwhile check me out on youtube as well wcf trend uh hashtag llbg so be on the lookout for me man and just stay tuned to my followers and my family that's what i like to call them, my family that's already been rocking with me since day one i love y'all keep on rocking with me and we're just gonna keep on elevating together nice i love it well thank you trend thank you yes, for ma'am. coming gratitude through. for having me love yes yes, yes. and i oh i won't be missing october 30th okay please so. don't please don't <laughs> yes ma'am i'm excited Yes, I had the one song um, on repeat. Which one was it? I'm, I'm definitely gonna have. Was to it play a studio song. venting? I think. The, yes, that. I'm one. just sitting in the studio. <laughs> that one. Yes, <laughs> I was real. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I tell life stories. That's that's what I do. So, stay tuned. I got a lot more coming. I got a lot more coming. Nice. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, until next time. Until next time, peace be upon you all. Stay tuned, man. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And remember, you are the voice.